This is Good Riddance the Podcast. Welcome in, welcome in. This is uh, Good Riddance the Podcast, um, episode 35. We hit 35 and blink of an eye i didn't even realize it man thank y'all for tuning in man we want to appreciate you we want to let you know how much we actually uh do appreciate the support the feedback and everything that we're doing those of you who have subscribed apple Podcasts, google play and uh soundcloud man just 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 keep it going man it's a slow it's a slow and steady rise that we're trying to do man but we're trying to create something that's is uh pure down to the core, man. We want to make this barbershop talk. We want to make this two friends just having honest, honest conversation. Um, if you like it, you like it. If you want to judge us, go ahead and judge us. Fuck you. Come through. Talk some shit with us. Wow. That was a. Uh, that was kind of crazy, wasn't it? That shit's it. But anyways, man, Jay, man, tell me, man, how you feeling, man? How was your week, man? You know, it was good. Um, it went by, uh, it's, it was going by pretty smooth. You know, last week was pretty crazy. Crazy. Busy. How so? I just busy, man. I feel like there was just so much going on last week. It was, you know, I don't even know where the fuck to start, to be honest with you. But um, let me just start with this, man. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking ready for Endgame or what? End fucking game. Every time I see um, an Endgame trailer, I get hype. Uh, so hype that over this past weekend, I watched Old, uh, Age of Ultron and Infinity War one more time just to prep myself for if I missed anything. Okay. You know? Um which was which was good, man. Cause I I watched it. I thoroughly enjoyed both of them again. I know Endgame, it better fucking come and kill. It better come kill. It better be what we all anticipated. I mean, can I ask you a question? Ask away. Bro. Have any of um, <clears throat> Marvel's movies uh, flopped within the last ten years? Um, last ten years. Ooh. Yeah. What you think? Like if you can think of, if you if you could think of a movie that you did not like of Marvel's production. Um you said over the last ten years. Well, I mean, no, I, I think I, think um, I didn't I, I wasn't eleven years, a, I guess. Cause it, cause it's a couple in there that like I typically I personally didn't really care for. Um But like which one? Venom was cool. Okay. You know, um, I, I typically didn't care for it. Um, what else did I care for, man? I didn't really... I'm trying to remember how I felt about Civil War. I liked Civil War. I'm trying to remember how I felt about Civil War. I I thought it was just a cool movie. I, I, I didn't overly like it. It was, it was cool. It was a cool watch. It wasn't... Like, bro. I was like, oh, shit, that's just... I, I'd like that one because it was a lot of the comics in that one, bro. Fucking Iron Man going to war with Stark. That last end fighting scene. Okay. That shit was pretty fucking sick. Suicide Squad was trash. Oh, but that's DC, though. But that's... 
But that's DC. We, we, okay. We, we, we want to keep it. I mean, look, you keep, know it, keep it Marvel. Let, let, me, let me be honest right now. Let me mm-hmm. just be straightforward. I mean, you know what? Now that you just brought DC up, I don't, look, I just, what has Marvel been doing right, dog, that DC just can't seem to figure out? Oh, wait, real quick. Did you like Winter Soldier? Hell yeah. I thought, um, I thought, I thought the first Avenger was better. Well, no, the first Avenger, I mean, it, it was better because it was a startup. But Winter Soldier was fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Just because it was very realistic. See, one of the things that I've loved about Marvel is that they've taken some of their movies mm-hmm. and they've been at a realistic state of mind, right? Right. Where you can actually feel that. That's what I love about Christopher Nolan's Batman. Like you can actually, I mean, you, you might be able to even feel like that shit could be real. You know, Captain sure. America fighting against a Russian fucking uh, built soldier that used to be his best fucking friend. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's some story behind that, you know? Back in the day, we all know mm-hmm. that Russia used to, do, like, you know, in German military, they used to experiment. Right, right. And in such ways. You know, so if you know your history, you'll learn to enjoy these little commodities that are that are built into these movies for you to kind of feel like, oh, shit. What I think they're missing, and I'll leave it there, is, like, that Hulk movie that came out, like, in 2006 or whatever year that was, they need a they need to come out they need a fire ass Hulk movie that shows his origin like you know what I mean that really portrays and not to mention Iron Hulk gotta fucking go I hated Iron Hulk in uh, Infinity War <laughs> you get what I'm saying like I feel like in every Avengers they over not over but they there's movies where they perfectly represent who they're talking about a character yeah so like. The first, the first Avengers, Avengers, they did. Iron Man was the sh- like Iron Hulk, Man, Hulk, bro. N- no, no, no. The bro, Age of Ultron, that was the best Hulk representation. That was the best one. Uh, it, I mean, it was a good. Nah, look, but y- yes. Look, do, do do you remember the uh, the Hulk with Edward Norton? Mm-hmm. Right. So remember that the end scene, right, where he was the the end because the, the Hulk that we see now is a representation of what that Hulk was or what that storyline was. Although it's a different actor, right? They still just picked up on it to say fuck it, but let's not create. I don't new. mind Mark Ruffalo. I think Age of Ultron had the best Hulk representation. I think the first Avengers, the very first movie, um, it had one of the best outside of the Iron Man movies. It had the best representation of Iron Man. I feel like. Um, the Age of Ultron had the best representation of Thor. Um, but then we get to Infinity War. Thor was good. Iron Man was good. But Hulk, they, it, they, it's like they forgot about him. It's like they it was an after. Iron Hulk was trash. Look, if I may, <clears throat> I think I, I'll, I'll tell you like this. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I like the representation of Hulk. In the first Avengers movie. Okay. Right? Because they picked up when they went to go look for him. When they sent uh, Romanoff out there. Right? Romanoff to go get him, yeah. They had this whole fucking little kid place surrounded. They set him up just to make sure he was a far away from the village. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they knew what's up. They knew why he was there. That was, that, that, that actually was good. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because you, you're just I like, just think Age of Ultron had it on point because... Like like Romanoff, but bro, he had was, Hulk on had had him in check. She would let him yeah, know, but that's when why, it's time. You see, but that's a problem. That's not the problem. That, that was perfect. That's a problem. No, that was perfect. No, it's because perfect. Everything but, has its weakness. But listen, bro, 
the reason why I couldn't find it to be that perfect, as far as that's concerned, because the only chick, the only broad that was ever to control fucking Banner and Hulk was his broad that he had prior. It was no fucking Russian spy. But I saw the storyline they tried to do so that they can kind of keep it in the mix. Right. They they wanted but, to keep that incorporated. But but here's they the needed thing. to keep that incorporated. Of, of course not. But remember, like in the very first Hulk, one of my favorite fucking scenes, favorite. Right? Mm-hmm. And there's two of them in there. But one of my biggest favorites is when the Hulk became the Hulk. Right. On board of that ship. And Loki was just like, you know, this is all my plan. Unleash the beast. Like, bro. You're talking about, you're talking about uh, Infinity War? No, no, no. Avengers. Okay. The, the first Avengers. So, the first, okay, yeah. So when they had Loki trapped and everybody's like, dude, he he, he got yeah, trapped very easily. Yeah. And, and then eventually he ended up explaining why he got caught. He's like, I'm, you know, it's. I want my be- purpose. He's like, well, I'm gonna unleash the beast, knowing. And Which once the Hulk woke the fuck up, Romanoff was fucking freaking out. Mm-hmm. Thor tried to give his fucking peace, and he fucked him up right then and there. All I know is that if beast you Hulk. follow me on Twitter or wherever on on Instagram, mixed by Ivory on both, if you're not seeing the movie on Thursday night. I'm ruining it all. You better not fuck that one up. I got tickets for Monday. <laughs> hey, I'm coming back to work. I'm going home. I'm telling everybody about it. Oh, shit, right here. <laughs> Dog, hey, I was so fucking mad, though. I, I remember you were the one that told me. Like, the, you, you when you were trying to buy tickets. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, they, they, what was that? There was like a timeline or some shit? Yeah, like, so you would click that you you would choose the theater. And when I chose the theater, it said, uh, please wait, you're in line through the high demand, blah, blah, blah. Bro, I waited for almost 30 minutes. Do you think this movie's going to break records? Yeah, absolutely. I think every time an Avengers comes out, it breaks the previous record. I don't think Age of Ultron did. It, I think it did, man. Yeah? I, it, it may have. I would be surprised if it didn't. Because I think Captain Marvel took the cake most recently. Well, yeah, every every movie that comes out will break the last one. But I think this one's going to, like, really break records. Like, But you, you know what's, you know what the one thing about Captain Marvel is, though? What's that? I, I believe that everybody who paid to see that movie just saw it for the same reason I was trying to watch it and were very disappointed in the end. <laughs> but you need it. I, like, I still need to see it. So I'm, I plan on watching it. Uh, you haven't seen it yet? I haven't seen it. I plan on watching it oh. probably tonight. Yeah, you, probably tonight. You gotta watch it so you could understand. Yeah, Infinity like her, how War. she how, how she gets uh, Infinity War. No, um, no, no, no. You gotta you gotta watch it to understand Infinity War, where she comes from. Not just where she comes from, but you you have to watch the entire movie so that you can be like. So moment Infinity War starts, you're like, got it. I know where we left. I know where we left off at. Okay, I might watch it tonight. I'm not. You should probably go to the Fandango. Crib. You know, you buy that shit up. You know. Mm-hmm. Four ninety nine or yada yada. I thing. usually buy. I usually buy shit off of Amazon. Movie Fuck Amazon. Shit. You know what? I'm just kidding. Bro, I got a, I got a, I got a Fire Stick. Hey, my Fire Stick is fucking gold, bro. Bro, I used to have it unlocked. Exodus. Yeah, I still got it unlocked. But like, it's just a bitch finding movies sometimes though. It can't be because it's like so many different links and shit. Yeah, HD, then it open it opens up one that like you can't not let download. Like, oh shit, you got to fucking yeah. cancel. <laughs> Don't yeah, let man. it download. What else we got, man? What else we got on the docket? Hey, um, playoffs, playoffs, man. You been you been keeping up with playoffs at all? NBA, bro. Fill in the details. Fill them in. Um, because I know who's there. Well, I'll say I'll start like this. 
Russell Westbrook has been getting his ass handed to him by Damian Lillard. Did you? I did. Hey, did you? Did you actually expect that? Um, real talk. Be real. Did you expect that? I didn't. I didn't expect him to be because I didn't. I didn't expect him to get his ass bust the way the way he's getting handed. But I know. I like. I'm a huge fan of Damian Lillard. Like I. I know Damian Lillard can. He can. He can ball with the rest of them. Like I'm. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's like. I know Ruskin Ball. I know Dame. Like you know what I mean. Like Damian Lillard is really like, like he could, whatever you see all these other point guards do, Dame could do it too. Period. You see Kyrie, you're like, oh, just you see Steph. I mean, he can't shoot like Steph, but you, I, I don't think anybody could shoot like Steph. Yeah, like he um he can do just about everything your favorite point guard can do. He can do it. Damian Lillard is really that that dude. And like what I think is, a like. They went into this matchup, and I think Shannon Sharp said it best. Russ is playing like he's he he's he's trying to show up Damian Lillard, right? Like he's trying to like he he's playing Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is like, nah, this ain't me and Russ. This is Portland versus Oklahoma. You get what I'm saying? Like smart. So at the end of the day, it may be perceived by most that. Russell Westbrook is winning the battle, but whoever moves to the second round won the war. And I think, and Damian Lillard, like, he seemingly, like, is not falling into that personal vendetta you got with Russ. He's like, you know what? I'm going to play Portland Blazer basketball. I need Portland Blazers in the second round. We're going to send you guys home. That's, that's, you know what I mean? That's what we ultimately care about. I feel that. But that matchup is crazy. It is. I like it. That matchup, I'm, I've been watching it. It's riveting. I'm, I'm hyped. I think that's the best. Um, matchup currently? Yeah, like in all of basketball, like between two players. Does that make sense? Like, I think I think uh, watching them two play is must-see TV. Yeah, because I can see that. Because a lot of their career, like they've been, um, they've been compared to each other. And so I think. They are more so Russell Westbrook than anything is kind of tired of that. Like he's like trying to like separate himself from that, but that's not. It's not that easy. That fuck it. If the people want to keep comparing it, let them keep comparing that shit. Play win games. That's all people care about at the end of the day. That's real. You get what I'm saying? Like you remember Kobe and Paul Pierce. Every time they went, every time they went up against each other, it was it was it was mayhem. Yeah. I think that's what. The, I think that's what. I think that's the most interesting two-person battle that niggas, niggas care about. It's a good fight. It's a, I think it's, a, I think it's, it's up there. You're right. I, I think it's one of those that— uh, I don't think there's any two players in the league that, like, Damian Litter was like, I, I got to come out. I got to play. Because if, when a nigga try to come take my lunch, like, you got to show up. You got you to gotta punch back. Just how it happens, man. Um, What else, man? The play— I'm usually never really a fan of the first round of the playoffs. Because not never, not even now. I think it's kind of boring. Just because the first round of the playoffs, like, you got the really good teams, the teams that belong, but then you got the teams that just squeaked in by the skin of their teeth. Right. After the first round, they usually get knocked off in the first round. When you get to the second round, you get two teams that's supposed to be there. Two teams that are good, that, that are worthy. Play. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Detroit Pistons, like, they barely squeezed in. You can, Like, you look at teams like that. Right. Like, the Orlando Magic barely squeezed their way. 
I'm not really. I don't. You know what I mean? We don't care about that. Brooklyn Nets squeezed in, and they get knocked off in the first round, like we all thought they were. And now we we get matchups like um, like Milwaukee and Boston. We get matchups like um, we're gonna where we're gonna get a matchup like Houston and Golden State in the second round. We're gonna, you know what I mean? Those that's the shit we want to see. That's some good shit right we, there. We we rather sit up and watch Toronto and um, fuck who that getting? Who's Toronto getting? Who? in the second round? Toronto, the Raptors. Some Boston, no, they're they're getting somebody. They're getting somebody where I can't think right now at all. Worth shit, but they're gonna they're gonna get a solid squad, and it's gonna be like worth watching. I just went blank, bro. Hmm. I just went blank. Homie, you said that. I was just like, I was all engaged in the show. I was like, wait, the Damn, fuck? Damn, who the fuck are they? Damn, I'm, I, 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 I just went blank, bro. I just went blank. But anyways, whichever the case is, it's a, it's a worthy team. Whoever the fuck. Yeah. So, it is what it is. I mean, that's all I got on basketball. But it's, it's going to be a good, good... That's all I got. It's a good bid. So, if you're looking for a hot take... Hot Listeners, I don't got one. <laughs> that's all I got. Um, like, that, that's all I got for today. What else I got on this list? Fucking basketball. We got fucking in game. We got Listen, oh Kim Kardashian. What the fuck happened with her? Um, and I gotta admit, uh oh, you called it. <laughs> or no no you said you said there has to be something more. Kim Kardashian, she is um, um, gonna be a lawyer. And remember, I don't know what episode this was, uh-huh. but remember we were talking about how Kim K made this uh, trip to the White House, and yep. because she made a trip to the White House, there was two people that she got released from prison. And I forgot what I said, but I was like, nah, man, I'm not. I'm not buying it. Like, I don't want to see a celebrity. And you were like, it's got to be something more. Yeah, there was more Some, to that picture. I remember I remember that conversation straight up. Yeah. yeah. So so you caught, she's going to be, and because, so. So fill me in. I, I, I didn't know about that she was going to be a lawyer. So Yeah. So because she um, is a, a California resident, uh-huh. California is one of four states where you can become a lawyer without having going to, without having gone to law school. So I was I was even reading about it. It was uh what the fuck? Right. So it's it's, Cali- did, it's California, California, Virginia, Vermont, and Washington, the state of Washington. Those are the four states that you can become a lawyer without going to law school. And so I'm not sure about the other three states, but California, you need to get uh you need to get an apprenticeship under a lawyer. Okay. And you need to have that for a minimum of four years. Uh, okay. But you're still required to pass the bar. Of course. Right. So you got to study on your own and you got to like you basically are like the right hand man to like a, a like a lawyer. And so. So you have to find a lawyer that's willing to intern you considering you got no experience. I mean, no, right, no experience. Right. Okay. But that's not going to be a problem considering her lineage. Very true. Her lineage dictates, you know. Her bloodline dictates that. Yeah. So. Uh, no shit. So, yeah. So she's 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 trying to, you know. Now I'm curious. I mean, just out of curiosity, sure, sure. did did she or did they advise what type of lawyer she was going to be in? Like a, like a, uh, is she going to be an advocate for law? Is it going to be? A, I'm not sure. A labor lawyer. I mean, you know. 
I'm not I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. But when I read that, I was like, damn, like, I don't know, man. I, I can't. I mean, but that's crazy hmm. how it's only four states where you're able to do that. I never knew you could do that to begin with, to be quite honest with you. I mean, it's pro- I, I didn't know that either until I read it. But then when I read uh, only four states, you're able to do that. What there's 50 states. Yeah. 51. Man. 50. So 46 states require you to go to law school. She ain't got to do it because she's a California resident. So that means that we could actually become fucking lawyers, bro. We could be like that dude from, uh, what is that, TMZ? I'm a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. You, you, if you find a lawyer to, um, to give you an apprenticeship for I'm four years. For, I'm a tough one from TMZ, dog. Like, hey, give me a hookup on a job, I'm, you know, and, and on top of that, I'll get an apprenticeship for four years. Hey. Hey, what's that fool's name? The lawyer on TMZ? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Well, whoever the fuck runs TMZ is probably a bad way to enterprise yourself. But, hey, man, if you need an intern... Let me know. Here come through. Yeah, come through. That will be Here come happen. through right now. I'll show up. I'll speed down. But I thought that I thought that was like super fucking interesting because just given what everybody know or associate associate with Kim Kardashian. Right? Right? Everybody thinks of fucking whatever whatever comes to your mind. Lawyer is probably like the last thing on that list you would think of. Very true. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like uh you know, she was talking and shit. Um, but I can't wait to see what type of lawyer, though. I mean, because, look, I, I don't know. I, and, again, I don't, I don't want to say this in any negative way, you know, because if she becomes a lawyer, that's great. But I'm just curious as to what type of lawyer, you know, she would become. Does know? it matter? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe because bias. Maybe she might be a tax she's... lawyer. You never know. Who knows? Well, hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? That might not actually be a bad idea. You haven't heard any fucking tax problems ever coming from Kardashians, have you? I haven't. Not that I know of. I heard him coming from Nicolas Cage. He's white. No excuse. <laughs> Let me not be racist. Yeah, I, I, I heard, heard it coming it was, from it Wesley was, Snipes. It was, a, it was a stand-up comedian. Um, you, Andrew Schultz. You you know you familiar with him at all? Yeah. He's like, there's certain things in life. That you gotta use your prejudices towards. You gotta be prejudiced with in certain aspects of your life. Right. He's like, your your fucking accountant has gotta be Jewish. Anything <laughs> else, they're stealing from you. They gotta be Jewish. He's like, <laughs> just playing into like the biggest stereotypes. <laughs> Muzzle top, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's like, if you got, if you got a bodyguard, if you got a bodyguard, you need to get a white man body, a white, a, a bodyguard oh, that's a white man. Yeah, because if you walk in with a black dude, they're gonna think he's the drug dealer. They're gonna think he's this. They're gonna think he's that. But if you walk in with a white dude, that's your bodyguard. They think he's fucking John Wick. He's got a fucking gun <laughs> in the pouch. <laughs> I thought that was pretty. <laughs> that don't that don't mean shit. But I just I just was. Hey, uh, some real shit though. You know, I, I didn't mean to jump back to the whole fucking movie shit, but I can't wait for John Wick Chapter Three. That's next month, right? In May. May, yeah. Bro, I yeah. cannot fucking wait. Like that's a movie that I'm like waiting for, like I am for Avengers. Like mm-hmm. John Wick is like some dope fucking shit, dog. Like yeah, that's some that's some dope shit. I, I think it's creative too because we've seen that movie or that. Um, that type of movie, yeah, movie created. We've seen that multiple times, but I think they're doing it in a way that's like still compelling. Like, makes you feel like you haven't seen this. This is different. This is 
special. You know what I mean? Something different. So I, I I do appreciate that. I mean, it'll get old if they keep if they keep doing it. But shit, it is what it is. But just jump back though. You know what? I think she'll be a good tax lawyer. Taxes specifically. Taxes specifically, because check it out, bro. She is a walking tax write off. Everything she does. No, everything that's on her body is a tax write off. <laughs> bro. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. Everything right. you touch becomes a tax write off. Think about it. I have to get my lips done. Why? Oh, for my fans. Tax write off. Okay, cool. It's for business. I had to get that ass worked on. Why? This is for my business. fans. That's a tax write off. Bro, do you realize the tax write-offs that this woman can actually charge on? She'll become a king of it, right? The queen. The queen of it. Because you know damn well Kanye don't know, he does not know how to do his goddamn taxes. The only way he stays out of trouble is by being with the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. And the only way that he stays in trouble is by being with the Kardashians. This motherfucker's fucked. (laughs) I'm surprised. And she was telling a story about um, that... She got offered like a shit ton of fucking money to promote like some brand, some clothing line or some shit like that. Uh huh. And um, it was like a million dollars. It was like a, she offered a million dollars to wear a product of this company. She didn't name the company and uh, post an Instagram picture supporting it. Like, oh, go shop here, go whatever. This is what this is. Right. And when she brought it to Kanye, Kanye told her, don't do it because that brand has knocked me off. Like, basically, like mocked easy, which is his brand. Yeah, and she's like, "But why wouldn't I do that? That's a mill in thirty seconds." I hope he taught her something. You mean I can put on a fucking? He's like, I put on his fucking shirt, make a post saying, "Hey, this shirt, this blah blah blah, go shop." That's a mill in the bank. He's like, "Don't do it." It's just basically standing on all principles. Just they 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 ripped me off. They they mocked my brand. Don't do it. So she didn't do it. So later on down the line, Kanye comes up to her with a contract, making her like part owner of like Yeezy, like paying her like hella fucking money or some shit like that. I thought that was pretty interesting too. I was like, now let me ask you a question, bro. Do you find that to be interesting or stupid? On whose behalf? <laughs> on the man's behalf. On his behalf? Yeah. Um. Well, I mean. I, I'm I'm just I believe in principles, right? So I believe if a man believes that principles that his principles have been like no, no, challenged, no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. You're right about that. I'm all with it. I mean, I actually agree with him on that one. What I'm referring to is the second point you made that you found interesting. He oh, gave her half of the whole. That's his wife. Her money is my money. Kanye, Kanye wait, 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 hold Kanye up. Ain't slick. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This nigga is not slick, man. Hold up. So what you're saying is that her money's his money, his money is her money, right? I mean it, did I hear that right? If I'm assuming it's a traditional marriage, yeah. Is any Kardashian marriage a traditional marriage? How many of them are married? The question is how many of them were? I don't know. How many were? All of them. They were all married? Hell yeah. All, all but the, the adopted ones. I mean, not adopted ones, but the... Uh, Jenners. The Jenners. And they're on that track, too. I guess. I just know people that they that they seem to become involved with. They um, go fucking crazy. Like Lamar Odom. They lose their mind. Lamar Odom almost died over them. Depression. 
you know, hey, you know, on some real talk, dog, I, I, I it's, it's crazy. You it's know, that. I, I kind of just want to just throw this out there real quick. My, you know, I, I might add. Mm-hmm. For those uh, are listening, I, I do feel a little bit under the weather. All right, so if I sound a little bit off, yeah, fuck you. Anyway, right. So here's the here's the key. Is it weird that everybody who associates themselves with with this family, right? Either they they become drastically mind changed, or they become theoretically not crazy, but they they start doing actions that are not just themselves. Kanye's always had, Kanye's always had, he's always had a tendency to try to, try to speak on shit, right? Mm-hmm. He's always had that type of tendency, but he didn't have that type of tendency, you know, until later on in his career. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, when when that that the whole he's the, always been kind of erratic, though. Yeah, I mean that, that's what I'm saying, but I guess it got enhanced when he got with the Kardashian. One would say, or all. Just saying. Everybody who's ever been around that family, dog, that, they, that they've actually, right. like, encountered and, like, lived with them. Like, if you if if any of them are no longer receiving benefits from them. I know Tristan Thompson trying to get her, away, get, get Chloe away from him. That nigga be cheating <laughs> left and right. He don't give a fuck. The <laughs> next step for him, they still, the next step for him would have been cheat with his fucking jersey on. <laughs> he's in a club He's in a club Pressed up against Boot up with some chick With his jersey on That nigga seemed like He trying to get so far away from her It's ridiculous But every time He do some shit She wait a couple days And he's like I forgive him He's like He's sitting in the back like Fuck Like why did you What the fuck I gotta me? do What do I gotta do What the fuck do I gotta do I'm playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers I'm winning 20 games a year in 20 degree weather. I'm cold and I don't want to be near. T- <laughs> it's 20 degrees outside. Fuck you want to be with me? <laughs> oh shit. I guess, man. Um oh shit. But yeah, man. Um I don't know. What else we got, man? What else is important in this world, man? Oh, there's a lot of things that are important, bro, but bring it up. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about um let's talk about the code. Men code. I'm talking about just shit you don't do. Oh shit. Right? You wait may not minute. like Hold up, wait a minute. Where's the red button at? The what? The red button. The red button? Yeah. What is that? Oh, you know what I'm talking about, the red button, bro, because you took out one of your nuclear keys right now. <laughs> and you're expecting me to take out the other key to turn it bro. with you to push that motherfucking button. All I know is... You just went somewhere right now. I just nah, want nah. you to know... It's the, it, stems from, it stems from pop culture shit, and I hate that shit. But what I'm, a, what I'm, what I'm talking about is basically... I got my key right here. <laughs> what I'm talking about basically is you may not know the next man... Like the next man, respect the next man, but it's just shit you don't do. And I wanted to bring this up last week, it was the week prior, one of the weeks, but it was I wanted to bring this up like the uh, the podcast that we did after uh, Nipsey was killed. Okay, because it kind of stems back to him. So what happens is Kodak Black he makes 
a stupid, stupid comment on camera, and and it's and it's like broadcasted on Instagram. And basically, in his comment, what he says is, um, something about uh, Lauren London, and he basically says that he would be a better man for her. Just basically talking about he wants to get with her. I think that is the craziest shit that anybody can say, given the fact that she may be grieving, she may be all types of shit in this particular moment. It's only been a couple days since the event happened, and the only thing you can think about is getting with his his his, his wife. I think that's crazy. And I think that goes against every code any man could have. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like I wanted to bring it here and just kind of chop that down, chop that down for a second, because I think that's like crossing all lines. Like, you get what I'm saying? It, it's disrespectful. It's beyond that. It is disrespectful. You know, I, it's I, beyond disrespect. I heard about that she's, story. She's grieving. I heard about her it. husband was just sh- murdered, and the only thing you could think of is how much of a better man you would be, how you would get with her and. Like, come on, man. You ugly as fuck, first of all. <laughs> Ain't nobody fucking with you. Like, like I think that's that's part of code. You just don't do that. You just do not do that. Has anybody addressed him on that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know T.I. Uh, stopped him in his tracks. Um, the game. And then I don't know who else, but I'm sure it was a few, or, uh, it was a few other people. Um, that basically came basically came out and was like, yo, you bugging. What are you what are you talking about? Like this man just died seventy two hours, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Like and first he kinda snapped back, like, yo, y'all like shit like that. Like it's just it's just cold, bro. I just wanna talk about cold for a second. But let me ask you this much, man. Did did they ever have any level of beef in the past? Who? Kodak MC Black or not, yeah. No, not that I'm or, aware of. Or any indifferences for the disrespect to be so highly. No, not 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 to my knowledge. Uh, to my knowledge, they didn't even know, you know what I mean? Didn't even know each other or barely knew each other. Right? Like, okay, so. Hey, that's kind of, that, that's, and a lot of people just chalked it up to, or I've seen people try to shoot him bail by saying, oh, he's he's young. He don't know better. How, how young is he, though? I think he's like 22 or some shit like that, 23. Nah, you know better, dog. You if gotta you, know if, better. If you're raising the streets by 16, you know better. You, and he was in, in he's his his last album was Project Baby. He knows better. You gotta know better. You gotta fucking know better. I mean, it's just cold. It's just it's just principles as men. Like I feel like there's this specific set of principle that all men stand on, no matter what, right? Like that's got to be one. Like I just like I die and three days later you're trying to get at my girl or you making comments that you will. Dog, that's not that's unacceptable. That's foul, to say the least. That is a bitch move. I mean, I guess, man. I just I just think like everything everybody like everything I like That's actually a bitch move, dude. It's actually uh oh one thing that I like that I saw about that shit is that uh Big boy, yeah, big the radio host, yeah. Basically came out and was like, "Yo, we don't we 
we from like this this LA shit. Like we don't we don't condone that shit. Uh, you heard of Justin Credible? Yeah. Basically said, uh, I forgot what he, but he said we would not play any Kodak Black music on our radio station because what he said was like mad over the line, like out of bounds, like, and that's the way that because. And this takes me to a whole nother conversation oh, that I want to feel that I want to have, but like, for some reason, like I don't have it. And we, uh, one of these days we're gonna have it, and that's basically the power that like we as consumers have. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? If somebody if somebody does something that's out of bounds, that's over the line, that's unacceptable, you as a consumer stop buying. You as a consumer control that because everybody knows affect the dollar. Yeah. That's, the, that's the main way to do it. McDonald's treats you foul. McDonald's don't treat you respectfully. You get sick off their food, undercooked. You don't go to them. You do not patronize that business. Right? right. You, you, you take away your dollar from it. That's the way we need to affect shit. And for Kodak Black to be any type of an artist and get bigger and be a rapper – you need you need Los Angeles. You you won't be as successful as you want to be if you do not have this market. This is one of the biggest markets. We got Hollywood right here. Like this, the entertainment. Like you get what I'm saying. Like you need this fucking market. Yeah. You can go anywhere else. You can go to all the other big markets. You can stay in Florida. Big that's that's a big market. You can go to New York. You can go to Texas. Where else you gonna go? You like, need what is that? What is it? Uh, you get what I'm saying? Because Tokyo, <laughs> I'm, come on, dog. We're not doing that. Because <laughs> you think about it, I, I named New York, I named Florida, I named Texas. Bro, you cut the fucking map in half if you don't have this LA market. Yeah, that's real. You cut the fucking map in fucking half. Middle of America, I don't think middle middle America listening to anything Kodak Black. They don't know shit about the projects. They don't know shit about the shit you going. You know what I'm saying? Like, m- uh, at least the vast majority of it doesn't. It's irrelevant to them. Yeah. You need LA. So when Justin Credible came out and was like, "Yo, we don't, you, you're, you're cut. You're done." When Big Boy came out and said, "You're done," that right there was like, "Damn, that's that's how you really show somebody, yeah, you fucked up." Not come out on social media and and and, and perpetuate the bullshit. Just be like, "Oh, you just." It, it's, it's not a conversation to be had. Right. Right? And I think, like, I just I just think consumers, like, got to start, and me included, I'm like, I, we just got to start consuming the right shit. Letting people know when they fuck up. Like, I'm not saying if somebody make a little mistake, you got to, nah. But when you just all the way over the line, bro, some, somebody's got to say something. Something's got to be done. Period. I can vouch for that. And you're right. That that is definitely a uh, a guy code. It's just I mean, you, you you can't be disrespectful even for someone you don't know. That's what I was asking. If there's a beef, like if there's a beef, bro. Even if certain, it's a beef, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. There's there's even certain if it's a beef, things you don't cross that line that you can do. But this is one of those that you that even those in beef know they don't cross, bro. Even when you beefing with somebody, death is a is is a topic is a area you don't even go to. Well, right for uh, you get like you get what I'm saying like you shouldn't even 
Consider. Consider that. That's not even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you could rap about it because, I mean, hell, some of the greats have done it in the past. But, bro, it's, it's very few dudes that'll do that. We beef. You may not like me. You may not like my friends. You may not like, but death, you don't tell. Especially if it already happened. Yeah, no, that, that, I'm, right? that's where you if, draw. If, if, if somebody dies, the beef is over. Yeah. The beef is over. If me and you beefing and I die and you still got the beef going on, you look like a clown. That's real. The beef is done. There's no beef. But, I mean, I, I and I would think a dude like Kodak, a dude like Kodak Black would, would know that. Being from where he's from, seeing the types of things that he's seen and shit like that, like... You know, it's, it's, it's like it's like it's no fucking excuse for that. You know what I think? He's from the streets. I, I believe that, um, you know, once upon a time I had a conversation with you about relevancy. Some people do whatever they find necessary to stay relevant or to become relevant. And I don't think that. I, he's, he's fucking, he's fucking, he's his not, music he, is being streamed. He's, he, he's, he's torn. Like, he's look, 22. Like, his music is being streamed. But everybody knows that. What sells is sex and controversy. Two things. If you can't provide the sex factor, then provide the controversy. Bro. So I believe. Let me tell you this. The I'm not defending the him. Listen to me. I'm not, I'm not defending the motherfucker because what he did was offline. But I, I do believe that there has to be something to do with wanting to stay or be more relevant or find a way to join a thought process. Think about it. How many people are mourning for his death? How many people are talking about him? How many people are discussing his life, his 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 great things, the attributes and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're one of these assholes that just say, you know what? Everybody's talking about this. What can I do to include myself in all those conversations overnight? What can I possibly do to be included and to be a thought? Bro, it's but it's a bitch move one way I or the get other. It, but but it, but that's the thing, bro. That that's the saddest reality bro, about this fucking. I can't even Hollywood make a, I can't got. even make any qualifying statements towards that. Like I can't I can't I can't even find myself to justify why he would say some shit like that. No, it's not about justification. It's about this. About the fact that motherfuckers will do anything to stay relevant, which is fucking sad. It's pathetic. We're you know we're going into a society that relevancy is whatever it takes. Fuck that. Fuck that. True. Um, I mean, I don't I don't really want to dive back into the Nipsey shit, man. I just want to say rest in peace, Nipsey. And I got uh one thing to say to everybody. Listeners, fans, whoever you are. Slauson and Crenshaw is not a fucking tourist attraction. Take your out of town ass home. Thank you, management. <laughs> Thanks, management. <laughs> there needs to be a fucking sign over there that says this is not a tourist attraction. This is not a fucking uh, uh, whatever you think it was. Get the fuck out of here. You don't belong here. <laughs> fucking stupid asses. But, um. <laughs> no, bro, I thought you were going to say something fucking. That's all I gotta say. It's not a tourist track. I hate, I hate people that aren't from oh, LA. Shit. People who aren't from LA ruin LA so fucking much, and uh, they be the main ones talking about LA's this, LA's that. No, 
LA's this and LA's that because you contribute to the this and the that. LA was cool when you wasn't here. It was, it, it really was. But now you're here, you brought your ass here from fucking uh, wherever the fuck you from. And now you tell LA, LA niggas that LA is trapped. Like, nah, dog. We're not doing that. If you get your fucking car off the freeway and you fucking stop uh, uh, taking up space and raising our rent and fucking whatever you're doing, maybe LA will be LA again. That's what I need. I need a hat that says, make LA LA again. <laughs> 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 oh man, that was a beautiful rant. Put that on a fucking shirt. That was beautiful. <laughs> nah, but um, make. <laughs> what else I got, man? Make um, LA LA again. <laughs> man, I read some. I don't know the go back up north, motherfucker. I don't know. Um, I don't know the validity validity of it, but I heard that um, the, those Michael Jackson documentaries were pulled. Remember those? They came out of like month, a couple months ago at least. I don't it was uh, called Leaving Neverland, and basically what it was, it was oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. by two dudes who were basically sitting down, talk, recounting their experiences with Michael Jackson and when they met him and what happened and blah blah blah. Uh huh. I heard they pulled the documentaries. I'm gonna read more about it. I I I failed to uh, educate myself further on it, but um. Wait wait. So so the documents. I, I heard about it, but I didn't have time to see it. <laughs> Yeah, they were basically, I think it was like, it was two docu- it was two part documentary. It uh-huh. was like hour and a half, two hours each. Okay. And it was basically of two gentlemen. And they basically talked about their childhood, how, when they met Michael Jackson, the things that happened when they met Michael Jackson. Like good or bad? Bad. That Michael Jackson was basically a creep. Touching them, he would like to sleep with them, shit like that. It was like... <laughs> And I feel like the reason why, and like my girl gets mad when I talk about it because like she feels like I'm insensitive to uh, to people who are victims of rape and sexual assault and shit like that. But my whole this was my gripe, and I don't think it's a out of bounds gripe. This is what I have to say about it. Okay, is when I first heard that those documentaries were going to be coming out. Right, it was right off the heels of the docu- uh, the R. Kelly shit. So we got we we R. Kelly documentaries came out. All those girls and victims that were talking about about R. Kelly, they did their thing, and then like a couple weeks later, they were like, we got there was documentaries on Michael Jackson coming out. So I'm thinking like, it's time to get Michael Jackson Michael Jackson the fuck out of here. Like, you gonna and 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 sexual assault is hard to prove. But when these two gentlemen were on camera, it was one of the guys that I just could not buy at all. Like, I, I know, I truly, truly believe Michael Jackson had a problem. He had some sort of issue. He built the whole fucking kid playground, big ass, rich ass playground for kids on his property. That right there is a fucking red flag. You a grown ass man. You don't need children. You know what I mean? Like. Shit like that. You don't you don't do that. Right. To me. Right? If you need some entertainment, you pull some Dan Bilzerian shit, you get some Hugh Hef shit, you you get of age women <laughs> who want to be there. Right. Involved you know what I mean? Shit like that. By their own will. You don't yeah. The shit, the infatuation that you have with children was out of line. 
he, 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 there was something wrong with him. I, I agree. I'll admit that. That's what I think. But these dudes, and I'm not saying they're lying about anything that they were saying. One of them was like, I met Michael Jackson at a, when I was eight years old. And I feel like parents need to be held culpable because these parents are fucking idiots. How the fuck are you allowing your fucking eight, seven, eight, nine-year-old child to go sleep in another man's house? When that child tells you, I was sleeping in his bed with him. What type of fucking, like, like why, 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 in, in those situations, why aren't we holding the parents culpable? Not just us, like me, me right here challenging those parents, but the legal system. Where is the le- where, where is child protective services in cases like this? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, what, like that's, that's one beef I have with it. But then another beef is like, I can't see through the money. Michael Jackson's been dead for 10 years. I can't see past the money. They have had ample opportunity to tell their story. Fuck. They could have fucking got a fucking camera, turned that shit on them like this, and recorded themselves talking about their 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 experiences. Experiences with Michael Jackson, uploaded that shit on fucking YouTube. But you wait. All mind you, these men are mid 40s, 50 years old. These are these are full grown men. These are almost senior citizen men. Right? And I get it. Trauma is trauma. People get hurt. People get people high shit from trauma. They're scared. Right? All that time's passed. Michael Jackson died in 2009. All more times passed. Now HBO comes to you with a check. If you were so comfortable saying, yes, HBO, or was it HBO that hosted it? I think it was HBO. Instead of saying, yes, HBO, I'll take that money and tell my story. Why not just be like, I'm comfortable enough. Like, I don't need that. Take the, I don't need to take that money. What I have is incriminating stories and, and events about the biggest entertainment in the world that we've ever had in the world. I just can't see past the money, man. That's my thing. Like, there was so... I think, to me, I think there were so many other ways to get your story out without the things that, like, I think money is is a collusion. I think money is fucking evil. Even though we all strive for it, I think money is the root of everything. It's all evil. We we heard that many times. The OJ said it best. If it don't fit, it must have quit. Well, not that one too. I'm talking about the actual OJ's. Oh, the actual. I thought you meant OJ Simpson. No, I'm talking <laughs> about the actual OJ's. What they say? I know that uh, money's the root of evil, root of all evil. I think. I, I think. There was, I think there was so many other ways to get your story out. Um, look, I I could agree with you on that. Here, here's the thing, because I I think I had this conversation in the past, even on this podcast, man, where I kind of, I kind of went on my own rant about that concept where. People, I mean, there, there was those that looked at me a little bit insensitive uh, because the whole Cosby shit. Mm-hmm. You know, where I said that, you know, there was a lot of people that waited so long before telling the story or waited 
so long before one person came up and all of a sudden everybody came out of the woodwork, right? You know, so I, I guess I could understand that part, right? Because like you said, trauma is trauma. But like you said, money has a power that people can't understand sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if you consider it, just like this Kodak Black shit, sometimes the controversy of bringing up something that people don't want to hear or is uncomfortable to know creates enough stir mm-hmm. in the cup right? so that everybody pays attention. And when people pay attention, we all know this, you make a YouTube video, you get a million hits, guess what, you just became famous, now you're getting paid. We all notice. So it's one of those things that you just can't overlook. And I, 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 I think I believe you. I agree with that. I just can't. I guess the only thing that I can probably tell you, bro, is the fact that, you know, at least with these dudes, I mean. Uh, I'm glad the story. If that's their story, if that's the truth, I'm glad it's out there. Look, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you something, bro. I'm, I'm, and this, and, uh, and I hate to. to I didn't to, even watch it. I couldn't get through it. I, I, I didn't even watch it. That's the thing. Could, like, bro, when I was as I was sitting there listening, like, my mind just kept saying, "Like, what's so bro. special about HBO?" Another thing I didn't like, and this is my last beef with it. Yeah, is I know in in situations like that, you can't tell, like, you can't say, "Oh, you're lying." But there was no type of like fact challenge. They literally did what they did on YouTube. They literally set up a camera, HBO or who, HBO, set up cameras, uh-huh. and just let them talk. Didn't ask questions. Didn't Bro, say hey. So wait a minute. But let, let where me, did you find out? Where, when did you like? Let me there ask was you nobody question, pushing though, back. But who challenges anybody who's a victim? Wait, wait. But it's not about when. Do, when, when, when do victims get challenged? But it's not about being challenged. That's maybe the wrong word. But it's like, like there was nobody's asking these questions. There was no question. I want to. I want to know. You're 45. I want to know when you actually learned and felt like this, whatever was happening, whatever you're claiming to happen, at what age did you learn this wasn't right? Were your parents getting paid? So let me ask you this much. They probably were. Let's just say they were. Like, let's say, you let, get what I'm saying? Let's say they realized it at the age of 25. They're 45 now. They, they realized it at the age of 25. Then what? They kept it quiet until 45. Now let's talk about your trauma. Let's talk about how hard did you go to therapy at any point in your life for this? Some people don't do it. Well, I, like, ask him. If he says, oh, yeah, I, I did go to therapy or I didn't go to therapy. I got That's you. his answer. Uh-huh. Somebody needs to ask him. I want to know. I want to know. Did you go to therapy or did you just kind of mentally get over it yourself? Did you, go, did you fall into a deep depression? Were you scared? Were your parents scared? How did Michael Jackson keep this covered up for so long? Why were your parents complicit? What types of beef did you have over the years with your own parents? Because let's face it, like they opened the door for any whatever you're saying to happen, happen. They opened the door for that. Like, how'd you get over that beef that you would have with your parents? Like, and I'm not saying 
a person got to sit there and be like, oh, no, I think you're lying. Uh, no, that's not true. Uh, no, nah, I can't buy. No. Somebody got to ask. Some, it, like, it, it, bro, if I may, yes, I, I see where you're going with this, and I agree with it 100%, but you know what the only problem is? What's that? We're currently living in a society that the moment that you cry victim, you can't be asked any questions that can jeopardize and that's where I the think, victimhood. That's where I think um, there's a problem. As a society, we should change because I 1,000% believe in victims until they're proven to have been lying. So if a person comes out and says, this person raped me, like, and it's not so much belief. I don't want to say belief because belief is a strong word. If a, if a person comes out and says, I was sexually assaulted by this person, I was raped by this person, this happened between me and this person, unwanted, I want to take their claims 1,000% serious. I want to vet those claims. And when I say vet those claims, I want to trial and error. I want to ask questions. I want to see reputations. I want to know you know what I mean? Just the just the whole plight you, of it all. You want to investigate, which is 100% fine. But here's the problem. Once again, nowadays, if you question a victim, it's like you're questioning their motives. You're quite, I mean, no, your, your, your motives are then questioned. Think about that. I just, I just, I, like, you can't I'm a fan it. of saying I don't know. Yeah. I want to know more. Bro, but that's the problem. You're not allowed to. If I say that I'm a victim, you're not allowed to ask me any questions. I'm the victim here. And if you ask me a question that makes me look bad, you're a dick. That's how society paints this. There's no other way around it. Bro, Jesse Smollett. When he first they came out with the news, bro. when he first when he first came out and said, I was jumped, I was beaten, I had a noose around my neck, they poured bleach on me, they did this, that, and that, I, I, I believed him. I trusted what he said. But then you, you remember what I told you that night? Wait, wait, when you told me wait, about wait, it? Wait, but then they started taking what he said seriously. Taking, right? Taking what he said seriously. People took it seriously. There were a lot of people like, fuck, that's fucked up this happened to Jesse. There was a lot of people who jumped out there and said, How can this happen to Jesse Smollett? Just because he's gay. Why can this happen? That's fucked up. Basically believing him, trusting what he said until right. the news started coming out. Until People in positions started saying, this is what he said happened. Well, that don't match up to this. That don't match up to that. There's holes all in his story. Right. Shit just didn't line up. Why can't we do that with... Well, it's because it's different. You got to remember. In, that's in, the same thing. He now, made a claim. Nah, it, he made a claim. People believed him. Other people questioned him and, and vetted his claims and came to the conclusion that what he said can't be fully trusted. I like that. I like that. And that was, so those are kind of my three things with that, with the MJ documentaries, with that MJ doc. One, there was really no, uh, like, objections in their, in their, in their stories. I, the money just, I, doesn't sit right. They could be telling honest God truth. But the money that is mixed up into it just doesn't sit right with me. And then um, I want to know, I want to hear from, uh, I want to hear from those gentlemen's 
parents. Bro, but look. I want to hear from the parents. But, he, but here's the thing. Once again, just jumping back, you got to consider. If my daughter at any point in life comes to me and says, a man hurt me, and you got to take me, it serious. Raped me. Bro, I will fucking go on. I will be hell-bent on finding answers, and I will be hell-bent on getting whatever but, fucking but look, is coming to him. But here's the thing. I'm, I'm, Period. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down, all right? And this is where it gets very, very touchy and dicey and, 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 and gooey. So handle it with care. So the thing about it is this, man. Unfortunately, as, as factual as you are about that, and I'm the same feeling. I'm the same exact way. I remember when I first heard about the Smollett case, when you told me about it, just from the get-go, just like I am, I mean, I'm very pessimistic about a lot of things. And there was a lot of things that just didn't add up when you were telling me the story. Because I, I hadn't heard about it prior to that. And, you know, I, I was just, okay, you know what? If it happened, and I even said it, I doubt it, but if it did happen, you know, it's not right. It's fucked up. And I, was, I even said it. I hope it's not really as accurate as he says he is. Which it turned out to be the case. It wasn't accurate. There's holes everywhere, all this kind of crap. But here's here's a downside to it though. The thing about it is that most of the time, when you like I said, when you question a victim of any kind, mm -hmm. it's very difficult to question that victim because here's the thing: the difference is Jesse Smollett came out, he posted pictures, he told the story, he expressed what happened, he gave all the details necessary live. When I mean what I mean, what I mean by live, I'm not talking about like he live streamed it. No, I'm talking about it happened and he sold it right then and there while the while the butter was still hot on the iron. It was still hot. Right. Right. Most victims, when they express their story, the iron has cooled. It's rusted. It's right. old. So by this time, it's a little bit difficult to question something of that timeline. Without being insensitive, it's a little bit difficult to question certain attributes of what occurred without actually telling her or him, look, we're going to have to go back to it. We're going to have to do all the research, validate what you're saying is true. And then it's kind of like, wait, why would you do that? They're telling you everything. Right. They're opening up. Like, this is why they didn't want to say anything to begin with, because they knew this kind of shit would happen. They know how to flip the script so well that in the event that you do want to basically find cause, you can't. Because if and when you do, you're the bad guy. Which is no different from the Smollett case. Everybody who basically cracked open the 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 uh, the code of, hey, this is bullshit. None of it's real. Everybody, like all the people on that side of the spectrum, blasted these fools to the fucking ground. Even when they found out that what they were saying was actually true, nobody ever apologized to them for ruining their fucking reputations, for dogging them down, for treating them like shit. All those people that basically started little riots because of it, people that got hurt because of this scenario, the racism conversation that took place, the phobias that started progressing themselves along the way. This guy, this guy's decision to enact something mm -hmm. was so much bigger that it had a country at the tip of its finger. A fucking country. That's how powerful this was. And then once everything became a lie and everybody figures out, okay, there's a lot of holes in this shit, they just drop it and forget about it. All of a sudden, the biggest problem here is that where's the repercussion? We just gotta... There is none, right? 
We, or, or am I missing something there? We, I think, I think to to solve these problems is <laughs> we need to have a protect the victim um, culture. Like we need to protect people who need to make claims about people because there are some disgusting fucking people out here, mm-hmm. right? Like we can't let we got to make influence just go away. You get what I'm saying? Because but when a person remember, makes a claim you, about you, you got to protect them in different ways though. Because remember, this dude. Well, they got to be over. safe. A person has to be. Well, if a person has a claim to make safe. about somebody, that person needs to come out and feel safe, not attacked, not anything. Let them make their claim. Behind because closed in doors. The, they should have those doors. They should okay, be able to make their claims. Doors, right. To, to start the Beh- claim. Yeah. Behind closed doors. Right. I agree. Right. And you get you get uh, professional people, people in positions, investigators, whomever. Okay. To start to investigate. I like that. To start yeah. seeing what is there. I'm not sure if anything like this exists. I don't think but so. I don't. I don't. What if it does? If it is one, it nobody's needs to, using it. Somebody needs to use do it. It needs to be revised, and it needs to do a better job. Because at this point, I don't think a lot of people are. Because in this country, our, our, our we have a constitutional right to face our accusers. True. So if something happens, and a person who is who fell victim to somebody for whatever they did to them waits years upon years into decades upon decades until even after a person dies to feel comfortable to feel comfortable enough to tell their story something is drastically wrong because like if Michael Jackson did that to these dudes he should have paid for that he should have had opportunity to face his like if somebody says something about you you have the right to face them and ask them what do you like? And ask them, what are you talking about? Tell me to my face that I did that to you. We don't have a culture where we can do that. If it, and like I said, if we do, it's horrible. And that's what I mean. But the, the bigger problem now, though. Oh e- shit! The homie just texted me that Damian Litter is going nuts. Pull it up. Fucking internet here is tripping. It's slow as fuck, ain't it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Got the thunder out of here. I think Dame, Dame hit a a game winner to get sitting Oklahoma fucking home, huh? And you and you started that conversation today with about that. Damn, it's not about who wins who. It's about what team moves forward. So that means they're gonna Portland. Damn, that's nuts. That means Portland is going to end up facing uh, the winner of Denver and San Antonio. I think Denver's going to take it. but So it's going to be Denver-Portland. That's interesting. It's a nice matchup. I'm taking Portland. But anyways, but yeah, so I just like, and, and like when I talk about topics like this, yeah, people that I'm talking about it with, it's primarily my girl. She be so mad. <laughs> Like and it, like not not in a funny way, but mad because like I just upset 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 because like I, I think I, I think what she thinks is I always come off as um, insensitive to the said victim in a scenario like that, and I, I never want to come off. But you see, because I always want to. But believe that's how a they victim. sell it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's how they sell it. And here's the problem. This is why it's hard for us, at least for me. I don't know if you I don't know if you'd vouch for this, but the reason why it's hard for me. To just buy the victim's case so easily because we've been presented 
with cases where you gotta, the but, victim has lied and right. then there's no repercussion for them, which makes everybody else feel that yeah, I could do the same thing right. and then we can still keep this on going. On that same spectrum, if you don't take a victim's case seriously but, or you, but let me so ask you this. your daughter comes to you and tells you something happened to her, what do you do? You how, do you, how do you handle it? You investigate. How do you investigate it? I go through all my channels possible. I mean, depending on the circumstances, if it's a if she comes to me and tells me that somebody did something to her physically that she didn't allow, first of all, you name this person. I get the authorities involved because if I get myself involved directly, I'll be going to jail with those authorities that I should have called to begin with. Wait, but why would you go to jail? You haven't. Um, That's my point. You haven't proven. Wh anything. Which is why, like I started, I would get the proper authorities to get involved before I did, because I, I have too much bias involved. I have to get the right people to do the research that I can't do, that I'm unwilling to see past. You follow what I'm saying? True. Because that's the only way you can do this. You but have then, to get the right but resources. But then take this into account. A woman says she was sexually assaulted, abused, raped, or whatever. Right. Not a woman. A child. Says that happened to her. Uh-huh. If my daughter comes to me at a young age and says she was raped, God forbid, ever happening, right? Mm-hmm. You will know if a child is telling you the truth, because if your daughter is coming to you and saying that this happened to her and she's telling you what happened, there is no way in the fucking world your daughter should be able to explain sex. Look, Un she, if she comes to you and she true. starts giving you graphic, like, this is what happened. This is how it looked. This is but, where it occurred. But here's the Bro, thing. you should be, I, I, you got to right. believe your daughter off the top because there's yeah. no reason but that again, she should know things that she knows. But now we're talking about our own kids. We, we would know that. But now let's talk about people that we don't know. If they're kids? Of course. Yeah, uh, you got to believe them. You got, like, There's no reason a child should know. And if okay. a child knows information like that just offhand because they know it, now we got to look at the parents. Again, culpability for the parents. All right. So DCFS. Now, so so now, now, let's, now let's up the bar. 18 and above. 18 and above? I mean... Don't, don't tell me it changes now. It does. It doesn't change. Like you still gotta. You like, was a little hesitant on that one. No, 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 no. You still, you still gotta believe it. But what I'm saying is, like, yeah, you see the, the culture. Line? The culture is is fucked up. That's my point. But the he, culture is fucked up. My thing. Look, let me ask you. Let me ask you this much. Do you agree with this? Okay, because this is the only way that I feel that we can get more truth to come out of people. Is that if you lie, there's repercussion. Would you agree that if everybody who lied? was repercussioned accordingly, more people would feel less willing to lie about shit in an open spectrum. True um, or false? What do yes, you think? but I don't think that's the answer. You don't think that's Why not? I think I think that helps the problem, but I don't think that's the answer. No, I, Motherfuckers I, I, still I, I lying didn't, every day. I didn't day. say that would be the answer. I'm saying it would It'll be help. likely that It'll it, help. Will, it will reduce it drastically. Think of it this way. It's just like, it's just like fucking, um, like, uh, uh, like, for example... It's like a law, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, let's say drinking and driving, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's some people that can't handle this shit. There's some people that just drink offhand, right? Right. And they drive. So the thing about it is that they put a law saying that you can't drink if your alcohol level is over a certain level. And if you do, you go to jail as a $10,000 fine, right? Does that stop people from doing it? No. Nope. It does not. But guess what? It may not stop 1%, but it does stop 99%. True. Because they don't want to go through that shit. No one's ever saying that it will ever stop, but it definitely will make a drastic enough change to make it easier to justify shit. Because trust me, when someone goes to jail for being drunk, 
guess what? You were drunk. Very rarely do you see fools going to jail because, oh, well, you, he looked drunk, Your Honor. The fuck kind of an answer is that? He looked drunk. I get it. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. there's, they, I strongly believe that a lot of pe a lot of victims out there are even scared to bring up their stories because they've understood right. that there's been so many liars before them that it makes it more difficult for them to be believable because of the history of others, which sucks. Because why should you be penalized for other fuckers' mistakes and for pieces of shit out there that are just trying to find another way? I don't know what the fuck the purpose would be. But they're using your pain mm -hmm. as a source of pay as a source of payout. I just think it's fucked up. I, I agree with you. Fucked up. I agree with you because there's people out here that are trying to ruin fucking lives. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, maybe they pulled the documentaries because of uh, just the controversy that exists with it. Um, I don't know. If those those two gentlemen, I wish them all. Peace. I wish them fucking um, healing. Whatever, whatever it is that they're out to search for, I hope them an abundance of it. Um, it was just points of emphasis that I personally um, uh, that I personally uh, have questions about or had at this point. Um, Hey, this is a nice little piece of that song right here. I like this shit. Sounds good in the car, too. Um, but anyways, um, what else we got, man? Anything else? Yeah. Uh, all right, bro. So, look, we're shoot. on the 23rd. All right? We got two weeks. About, or three, is it? Two and a half weeks? For what? May 4th. You got Canelo coming up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Against Danny the Miracle Man Jacobs. Mm-hmm. That is a fight I really, really fucking May 4th like. is a Saturday, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I really fucking like that fight a we're, lot. We're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to, uh, we'll indulge that a week before together, fight yeah. night. You know, I just wanted to bring that up just as a little reminder. Everybody who hasn't followed up on that yet, just check out the, the little documentaries that they're, that they're doing about it right now. If, cause a lot of fools out there don't even know about Danny, you know, Danny Jacobs. Right. I need you to get up on game because before May 4th, before y'all just start screaming out Canelo, I need you guys to know who Danny the Miracle Man Jacob is and why they call him the Miracle Man. All right? It's for a reason. It's for a reason. There's a purpose behind it. But um, I can't believe fucking. Yeah, man. I can't believe Oklahoma's going home, man. Why can't you believe, bro? You just had a conversation well, about that I, at the no, beginning no. of this month. Well, what I'm saying is, An I, thought, hour I thought it would be 14 I minutes just, ago, motherfucker. I, you just well, gave a I'm, good point. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I thought it would be a longer series. I thought it would go seven games. I thought it would be hard fought back and forth, but well, it wasn't. You made a great point. Let's re let, let's let's rewind the clock. You said specifically, old boy was playing his team against one man. Meanwhile, one man was playing against one man. When a team plays a man, who wins? Team. It's a team it. game. It's a team game. And that's what happened. Your method was proven thoroughly and specifically. I like to give credit to Shannon Sharp. That wasn't me. You know what? Salute to Shannon Sharp. But anyways, um, what else we got, man? We are hour and 15 in. Um, anything else on this fucking list, man, that I want to touch on before you head out of here, man? Um, 
Hey man, so random. You know what? Let me just throw some random out there. Go. There's a lot of people listening to this pod, uh, this podcast. Probably, probably too young to even know who the fuck these people are. But you, you familiar with Johnny Carson? Johnny Carson. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's Johnny the Carson. most famous host of the Tonight Show. Oh, I heard. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So you know, I I just watched. I was watching some reruns, man, of Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. Right. Of the guests he used to have back in the day, the relationships he had with the guests, and how the, how those shows evolved from what they are now. Like you know, you got like late night shows that are yeah. so political. Like late night shows nowadays, it's almost like you're watching. Like it's it's almost like it, it you're watching either Fox News or CNN. You know, it's just like what the fuck ever happened to late night? Like it used to be just about going up there. You know what I think? Late night never is, being biased. I think and it's just, dying. It is right. It's, you know why it's dying? It's because it's so easy to build your own platform. Do you think that's why they have to stay so political to to, to yep. stay in the margin mm-hmm. of conversation? Absolutely, because a lot of people are taking the content people used to give to late night, putting it on YouTube, maybe putting it on YouTube, putting it on their own podcast, putting it on their own Instagram, Twitter. Like they're doing it themselves now. So that I, I valuable information, that. people used to be like, "Fuck!" If you if you're a fan of com- uh, comedy, fuck. Chris Rock's on uh, tonight. I love Chris Rock. Chris Rock goes on tonight. He may do a little bit. He's talking about things in his life. He may even announce his next tour. He may whatever. Right. Why does Chris Rock need to do that? He goes on his own Instagram page, and record a video, say, "Hey, y'all, I got my own uh, special coming." Why would I? Why am, why am I gonna take that valuable piece of information to Jimmy Kimmel so he can get paid off of it when I can take my own valuable piece of information to YouTube, to my own channel that I've built, my own platform with my own fans? I get paid off my own announcements. You know what? I'm glad. I'm glad I brought up this conversation, man. You know what? You just enlightened a fucking piece of information that I was arguing with myself about. It's, 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 it's just that It's That's fucking it. amazing Because I, I was trying to figure it out bro Because I was watching Johnny Carson man I'm talking about Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin Used to just pop up On this dude's show You know what I miss though Look I, I, I understand the health critic yeah. right? I, I understand the whole health bid But This Call me old school Or call me stupid or ignorant dude But you know, just watching how these foods used to come out. These they, they used to just come out on the show with a little glass of of, of gin or, or scotch, have a good time, have a conversation, light a cig if they wanted to, just be chilling, be themselves, right, and just do what they got to do. Kind of, it kind of reminds me of the new Chappelle. Mm-hmm. You seen you seen the new Chappelle? The new hey, Chappelle, no, the no. What I mean by new Chappelle, I'm talking about the new, the the, the new Dave Chappelle, because the old Dave Chappelle died after he came back from Africa. Oh yeah, because that, that old Dave Chappelle is gone. Yeah, which the that's the Dave Chappelle that I fucking admire. Mm-hmm. I mean the new one. Don't get me wrong. I mean he's 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 cool, but it, I'm just saying like he just sits up there. He you know he's lighting his cigarette, just having a good time, drinking his little drink, and just talking, speaking his mind. But it's, these are just these are you're you're talking about dudes with an infinite amount of principle. Yeah, bingo. And that's, principle. And that, and that's, yes. Wait, you're talking about that's dudes it. that stand on their ground and say, "This is what I am. That's what I'm not. I don't have to 
fucking bend and obliged to anything you. That's late night's dead, bro. So that's why when you like, you know what I'm saying? I think the like, like, I think Jimmy Kim was great. I think he's hanging on. Yeah, but, thread. but, but I think he became look. Everybody became too, way too pol- political. Everybody you from have top to. to bottom. You have to. But that's the thing. Back in the day, it was never like that. I still remember like that's what I'm saying. I was watching Johnny Carson and other other late night shows from back in the day, mm-hmm. right? And one of the things I noticed watching Johnny Carson, I still remember even during the '80s, right, when he had a uh, he had Eddie Murphy on, right? Oh man, fucking Eddie Murphy, bro, <laughs> dude. When he came out on Johnny Carson, right. He was making he he made a skit right just a little quick skit about his suit. He comes out wearing like a nice little suit. He's like, you know what, man? He's like, you know, I've been wearing this suit for the past two days. He's like, I saw you know. He's like, I saw that shit in a catalog. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you, it's always the same pose. He's like, right. He's like, I kept posing like this for like three hours and shit. Like you know, just the fucking suit, right? So he goes and buys a suit. And he goes on a skit, bro, a funny-ass fucking skit about the suit, you know, the catalogs, how he bought it, why he bought it, what he's been doing, all this kind of bullshit. Mm -hmm. He sits down with Carson. They talk about his joke. They talk about his fucking, uh, his stand-up, what he's doing next. Carson starts making jokes about, he makes jokes about political, but he's not picking a side, is what I'm trying to tell you. Right. He just made jokes about policy. He made jokes about what was happening in the now. But right. not once did Johnny just go and say, okay, I disagree with this guy. Mm-hmm. Because that's not your place. That's the thing that, that that's bothering me nowadays, man. I, I see it more and more. You're an entertainer. If you want to get political, go into the political spectrum. Don't use your platform. I, actually, I respect the Dr. Phil about that. I don't know if you ever saw that. that, that it, there was an interview that Dr. Phil did. No. Nah. There was an interview that he did. I forgot on one TV show. I think it was, it was a late night show. I don't know if it was with, uh, I think it was with Kimmel, actually. But the thing about it was that Kimmel, whoever it was, was trying to get an answer out of him as far as, you know, hey, how do you feel about this, you know, like. Uh, the, 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 well, but think about this it. President Politics this. used to be taboo. Like, people didn't used to talk. People well, didn't openly talk about their politics. But, but think about this, though. Look how big Dr. Phil is. Right. Right. So he said something that I, I respected very much so, mm-hmm. which was. I'm not going to use my platform to give clout to this type of information. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. So that's what it's about. So at the end of the day, he's just like, I will speak whatever I want to speak, mm-hmm. but I will not basically use my platform right. to engage in what you should do because I'm doing it. Like, my people will know right. how I feel about it. I seen Dr. Phil at the fucking uh, hospital at uh, Cedar sinai when I was there to see my... Uh, Oh yeah, my father-in-law rest his God rest his soul. That motherfucker's like six four, six five. He's a big motherfucker. He's big, and like I seen him, then I walk outside to get my car from valet. Bro, it's a fucking black on black Bentley coupe sitting in the valet. <laughs> I was like, yo, okay, I see you, Doctor Phil. And it said Doctor Phil on the license plate. Not in. It was a regular license plate. It said Phil. <laughs> yeah, so it's Uncle like, Phil. <laughs> Doctor Phil, so I was like, that that that's a bit. I didn't, I never realized he was that big. Yeah, bro's like big, like he's like six four, six five type, like bro. That's why it is it is funny, man. When you see this fool doing like his little interviews and shit. Yeah. So what are you doing? What are you doing? And like, <laughs> you know, these motherfuckers are sitting right there. 
just looking at him. And I mean, and you got to consider he's a big motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking to some kids and shit. You got to respect your mother. What the hell's oh, wrong stupid. with you? And you're just like, what the f- you Wait, how the fuck? Right. Like, you big fucking. So big ass. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. You know, but. That's but, how it goes, bro. Hey, but real shit, though. That, that, that's actually what I just wanted to get off my chest, dog. Just because I, I really believe that if you want to be an entertainer and you really want to be like, uh, you really want to do what you love, don't get involved with the bullshit that everybody wants you to be involved in. Facts Kellerman. I, I I definitely agree with that. You see like, what I'm saying? I just think I think it's, this stems another conversation that I've been wanting to have. Like, bro, creators, like people who shit, I'm bad. You gotta own your shit, right? Your intellectual property. Intellectual property. It's all about the shit you say, the shit you do, should all. Be geared towards you owning it. And I'll give you an example. I read a, uh, a little article. You, are you aware that Beyonce just dropped like a a documentary on Netflix? It's not a documentary. It's kind of like a... It's like a concert kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I've seen it, yeah. All right. It's called Homecoming. Yeah. She... Um, and it's basically about her performance at Coachella. How she performed... How she rehearsed hard as fuck every day for eight months... For a one-hour show, a two-hour show, how hard she went at it, like she, pre- like she prepped for that sh- that co- co- that Coachella shit, like it was the last time ever. Like she had backup dancers. Commitment. She had, like, and it basically showed everything that went into that hour. All the months, all the blood, sweat, tears that went into that hour. Um, and so. The one thing I want to drive it home with is she put out her own shit through Netflix. And one story that came out or one headline or whatever you want to call it, however you want to phrase it, came out that Beyonce was paid significantly less than Ariana Grande for performing at Coachella. What was reported is that Ariana Grande got about eight mil for her Coachella performance. Beyonce only got four. And but what Beyonce did is all that um, footage, all those videos, all that recording that took place, she owned it all. Right. She everything that was about everything she did at Coachella, she owned it from the videotaping of it to the actual performance of it. Everything top to bottom. She owned it all. OK. <clears throat> um. Ariana Grande, of course, just took the A mail. She came and did Coachella's thing. Took the A mail and ran. Beyonce owned it all. But now look at Beyonce. She took the four million, if if, if the reporting is correct, she <laughs> took that four million, which is not something to, to, to roll your eyes at. Now she's taken this documentary, put it on Netflix. You get what I'm saying? It, it, it's all about owning your shit. It's all about being able to take what you do home with you. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, Coachella was never able to repost it. They were never able to, um, to, 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 you know what I mean, to use that content for anything Coachella-related. It all belonged to Beyonce. And it's all about just, like, this, like, right now, what we're doing right now, we own this. Can't nobody take this shit from us. Not unless we sell it. And it's like, it's like, 
it's a beautiful thought. It is. But just but just think but, about but, but just think about learn, the though. but just think about the leverage that Beyonce goes into these rooms with. She um she went into um you you know she has a, she has a clothing line right called yeah. Ivy and Park. She um no I, pun intended. Right. By the way. I, I'm guessing she was like shopping around for who's gonna start to make like produce her clothing out of like Under Armour and Adidas and Reebok and all these other, and all these other type of like um, companies. Right. Um, so she had a meeting with Reebok. And so Reebok was supposed to basically let them know what they had to offer, show her um, the direction that they wanted to take it. She walked in his room and she walked right out. And reportedly what she said is, there's not enough diversity in there. I can only imagine a table full of white men and women sitting at it. There's not enough diversity. She said, uh, what I read is she didn't even entertain what they had to say. She didn't even let them uh, propose to her what they had to say. She just walked right out. Because how is a fucking room full of people who don't look like you, who never came from where you came from, who don't do what you do to what? produce something? Wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold you on something, though. I got I to gotta be an advocate here. We can't just put it in those terms. What do you mean? That... Please explain. Because think about it. Anybody flipping it in the terms. Let's consider. Right? You don't necessarily have to be cut from the same cloth to be able to do or achieve stuff like that, right? And, and of I course, you I, do. I, I see, I believe me, I see what you're saying. But the thing about it would be is that it can be blanketed very easily as, as a racist statement only because, think about it. If it were the other way around, it wouldn't look so hot, and that same explanation can't be given. I think I think on the, I think it you can. Feel, I, think, I think if it's the other way around, that's a valid excuse. If I'm black uh-huh. and I grew up off of Slauson and Broadway, uh-huh. and I have a clothing line, and you're about to present to me your proposal, and I walk in the room and it's a table full of white men from Beverly Hills and Century City, how can I trust that you? can portray me through my brand. But now let's flip it. Let's, let's just say, let's be advocate with this one. Let's say it was flipped. Let's say you got a board member full of blacks and Hispanics, no whites. Mm-hmm. And then a white man comes up trying to say, hey, look, I'm trying to sell my country music. I'm big. I'm hot. And guess what? People love my shit. And I want to get a clothing line that's country. Would it be respectable for him to walk in and say, you know what? I'm not even going to entertain this shit because you motherfuckers can't give me what I'm looking for because y'all ain't white. Y'all ain't cover where I came from. And he I walks think, right out. I, I think that's been happening for years and years it, it, already. It, it, and I think that's a valid excuse. It, 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 of course, it happens. But, I mean, I, I just think that nowadays, man, the way that they, the people paint shit, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to keep using that. We can't kind of just keep brushing I them mean, off I, like that. I mean, I would imagine she was, I would imagine she had a lot of class. I would imagine she respectively. I'd hope so. I'd hope so I would imagine that she respectively said, respectfully said, you know what, like, thank you guys for the efforts that you put in. What we we can't do, we can't close any deals because I don't trust that a a young girl from Houston, Texas, can be portrayed by this party, this this board that's sitting here. But but I think it's more or less, bro. When I look at it this way, because remember, business is business, right? Right. I'm, I'm I'm a big believer in this. You you know, I, I've always considered the fact that it doesn't matter who and where or what you come from. 
mm-hmm. right? Anybody can basically do whatever they need to do to be the business person they have to be. So I just hope that Beyonce didn't just walk out and say, okay, well, you know what? It's not diversified enough in this way to make the deal. I hope she actually did this. Right. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Hold up. Like, fill me in. Right. I hope it wasn't just that. I hope it was based on the qualifications that they've expressed to me, based on their education and their enlightenment. Wait, I don't but sometimes feel it's that not about your education. Well, sometimes it's just about but, but you like can't understand. Blank, you can't blanket can it that way. But though. how can Beyonce expect that a, that the people that was sitting in that room can portray her? They didn't come from where she came from. They only read about it. Bro, just because you watch Boys in the Hood. Either, bro. Wait, just because you watch Boys in the Hood don't mean you know. Uh, the, you get what I'm saying? Like it's me, me personally. Wait a minute. Wait me a personally, minute. if I want something or gonna, somebody I'm, to I'm, portray where I came from, stop it's going to be somebody that looked like me that actually came from where I came from. So remember this. Uh, let's backtrack a little bit, right? Let's backtrack. Mm-hmm. NWA. If they would have had that same thought and approach, NWA would have never been what they are today. Wait, no, 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 no. White people only, white people only flocked to it. They didn't. They didn't portray the white people at all. White people hated NWA. Yeah, but who took him to the next level? A white man named Jerry that was stealing from him. Keep in mind, I, I love how you put it that way. You're absolutely right. It was a white man who had to believe in him because he, as much as hated everything he saw, he figured, you know what, this is going to be a good. Se-. He saw but the think talent. About the, but think about the climate, though. Bro, think about the climate. Yeah, of course, it was, bro. It was. Think about but, it like this. This was four dudes. NWA, yeah. No, it was it was nah, it was it was, Aguilla, uh, it was five dudes. Yeah. It was five dudes from stoops of Compton who didn't know shit about the business, who found a white dude who knew how to capitalize and make money off of them and and and, and steal from him eventually. Who knew how to? Who who was a businessman? Who probably went to school? Who probably knew all the right tricks to pull? But he was a, he 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 never grew up in their area though. How, how, but this, but it's not why, about that. Why would they trust him? Wait, but but it's to not about, portray them. Wait, I think I think I think selling music is a little bit different. But what I'm saying is he he knew the business of the music. He didn't he he didn't do music himself. Rock he knew the roll, music business. But remember, yeah, the music business. The, the, I'm, I'm sure we can agree. Rock and roll. And rap are two totally different fucking musics. That's genre, different genre, right? It's music, but it's totally different. Right. You're not gonna walk into a mosh pit knowing like you know what's up, and you've never been in a mosh pit. Wait, wait, but you gotta think about it. Business is business, that, no matter what. Bing, that's my point. I'm business going, that, is business. That's my point. So what I'm saying is, I'm, you I, take, I agree. You take dudes off the streets of Compton, right? Who are talented at music, and you put them with a businessman. Who just knows business? Put them in the right spots. Put them in the right uh, sceneries to be seen by people. They started blowing up, and it wasn't until it it it, it didn't even take that. Ice Cube was the smartest dude in that group. He was in the beginning. It took him to be like, "Yo, like we making a lot of money. We're famous. We should be making way more than this." And it took for him to confront Jerry, like, "Yo." I'm not buying this. I'm not signing the deal that you're trying to have a sign. We should be getting way more money than this. Agreed. But a white man still was like, nah, I'm not doing it. Ice Cube branched off, but took but on a solo career of his own. But we're going towards the end, though. What, I, what I'm going for is this. And the, the simple explanation is this. 
Because business, business, because business. That's what, and that's what I mean. Business is business, bro. So that's why I refused to use the portrayal of because we ain't the same skin color, because we didn't come from the same area. You can portray and do what I need to do and get it done. Bro, it's because all about it, diversity. Because bro. it's false. I mean, it, look, diversity. I'm, I'm gonna tell you one thing about business. You're not bro. gonna have. You're not. You're not gonna trust a team of white men here's to be able to portray anything you got because they didn't come from where you it, came but, from. But here's the flip, though. Here's the flip. Remember. Who's searching? Who's what? Who's searching? Searching for what? Right. Who who who's walking into meetings right now? Is it Beyonce or a Reebok's going to her? I would I would assume Reebok wanted that deal. Bad. But who? I don't I don't, I don't know who but, initiated. No, no, that's why. But no, I it, would think Beyonce said who would have to initiate. It would have to be Beyonce because Beyonce said, "Hey, look, guys. Hey, everybody, everybody out there. I mean, it don't have to be Beyonce. I'm, I'm creating. It could be Beyonce saying, putting out to the public like, this is what I'm looking for, and companies like, yo, come meet with us because I think we can produce that. Bingo. So here's my thing. So the company is standing up for that. The company is saying, hey, based upon what you want, we think we could do it. Right, but then Beyonce deemed it to the point where if you can't get people that look like me to at least be in the room to help produce what you're trying to show me, I can't be a part of it. See, but that's tough. I, I, right, as a business person, that's where I get to the. That, that's why I draw a line because you cannot use that basis for business. Use it for your personal. Use it for who you bring into your house. I personally use it for whatever the fuck you want, but you cannot use that type of conversation for business because in the end, and we're gonna business have to is business. We're gonna have to disagree to uh, agree to disagree on this one because I feel like if I need something or somebody to portray me, I need people that grew but, up in the same type of environment. Portraying though, think about it. Is it yeah, necessarily absolutely? Portraying? Because I want you myself. I want I want myself to be pushed through my my um. You know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck would I get a New York stylist to o- open up my my L.A. brand and he's portraying New York shit? Because it would sell in the market in which you're in. No. No, no, no. I'm from L.A. I can give a fuck less about New York. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it, it's 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 the business attributes is what I'm going at. It's business. It's but not this- about, look, if you have a certain idea, and, and I'm with it. Like I said, I'm, I'm with it 100%. But my thing is, is this very simply. In the end... When it comes down to business. And, and that's why I hope, because uh, I'm pretty sure there has to be more to the conversation than anything else, right? But I'm just saying that if that would have been the conversation that she would have had and just said, hey, just because there's people that doesn't look like me in this building, I can't do business. Because that, then that, that would just necessarily mean, if, if that's the case, then that means that nobody around you doing business, if they don't look like you, they can't be around you. It's about diversity. And, and that's though. incorrect, though. It's about diversity. It's about, oh, where's the black people? Where's the Hispanic people? Okay. Where's the people that may be from Houston? Where's the people right, that but, from? But, but let me ask you a question, bro. Let's be, let's be let's be blunt here. Let's be blunt. Let's be real. If there would have been one white man and eleven black people in there, do you think she would have had that same diversity conversation because there wasn't an Asian in that office? I don't know. I mean, I can't. Nah, say. Nah, what do you think? Now, nah, be honest. I can't say. Let's be honest. What do you think? Do you think that Beyonce would have been thinking about the Asian, saying, "Hey, you know what? There's not enough diversity because my Asians are not in this building." I can't. I, I can't have this conversation. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't. I can't say. But but you see how far fetched it became. The example I, I mean, just gave you just what, became far fetched, right? But that was petty though. That was just like no, no. It's because it, it's, it's about it's about to having people from different creeds and backgrounds. And that's what I mean. And that's why maybe I, there wasn't just enough representation. I think that, and that's what I mean. I think we just have to embrace the business for what it truly is. That's why 
one of the things uh, there was a guy I can't remember his name right now there was a dude who always went on this he said you know in the end for a business to succeed you don't focus on the person as far as you don't focus on how a person looks mm-hmm. right well we you talked fo- about you it focus we said sometimes you got to be prejudiced you need to have a Jewish accountant well, I mean, I mean, for look, but again, that's a, that's on a personal level, right? <laughs> but in the, in a business, though, you you have to look at it like sometimes, as it is, numbers don't lie. If you can find the producer, if like if you can find someone that can generate what you're looking for, and you have no idea what they look like, and it just so happens that they are from you know, if they're a great accountant and they're Jews, well, then shit, it was coincidence. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So those types of remedies, I think, would be great. Because I, you know, and, and you the gotta have an Indian doctor. The the, the reason why <laughs> your doctor gotta be from India. That, Andrew oh, Schultz is shit. Andrew Schultz is a fool, bro. I was dying. I was oh dying. shit! Oh yeah, an Indian doctor who studied in Cuba. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, shit like that, man. You know what? I, I love it, man. Look, at the end of the day, I actually enjoyed the fact that we agreed to disagree on something because in the end, like that, that's the beauty of this business. You know, yeah. I, I, I've always been one of those that because I've been in a scenario before where somebody made a decision mm-hmm. based on the fact that they didn't see enough of what they wanted to see. Right. And I was on the other side of that shoe. And at the time, I was just like, I, I, I feel pretty upset. Man. I was like, bro, because we could deliver. Well, at least I feel I could deliver. Right. You know, but then for someone to take that attribute without actually testing my abilities and just saying, you know what? Let me just cut it because of X, Y, Z. Sure. That's why I look at it from a different concept. You see, because sometimes, sometimes you got to be on that side of it or you have to, you have to live through something to kind of feel some, some sort of way about it. Right, right. And I think that's where I, that, that's where I got that. Possibly. That feel from. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It makes sense. But uh, It makes perfect sense. Um, it's funny as fuck, though, I'll tell you. Hey, I got dibs on something, though. What? If she's creating something. And it's going to go out on sale and someone's going to produce it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what kind of clothing it is? Is it, is it like sporting clothing or is like, it like, like sporting, like uh, kind of like workout? Uh, I, to be honest, I heard it was going to be Adidas. Okay. I, because my, my idea was going to be kind of Adidas. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. What, what's today? Today's the 23rd, mm-hmm. right? Is in the air, what, two days from now or something like that? Yeah. So today's the 23rd. I right. wouldn't be surprised if the final deal that closes happens to be with a company that is not Adidas, Nike, mm-hmm. or Under Armour. I wouldn't be surprised if something came about, I don't know, something along those lines of a company like a Skechers kind of shit. Oh, negative. You see... Reebok is actually one of the ones that I, I would have said that right. that might have had a chance because mm-hmm. of their their branding type. Right. But they wouldn't have had a chance because of her star power. Sketchers, on the other hand, in a weird, awkward kind of way. Right. They have a good way of dealing with branding. And they're small enough to make it feel as if it's affordable for purchase. And if Beyonce is the kind of businesswoman I think she is. Right. She might just decide to say, I'm looking for someone who could build my product and get it out to the masses because I have enough expensive shit out there. Right. I don't know if you remember those little uh, those little booty shoes that the Kardashian came out with a long, long, long time ago. Remember those? <laughs> yeah. 
Who I remember that shit. Who saw those? It was Skechers. Fucking Skechers. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Fucking Skechers. Bro, you know who else advertises Skechers? Oh, is this? Yeah, it's Skechers. Mm-hmm. Joe Montana. We, we, got, we got some low keys, bro. We got to see, bro. Yeah, I'm t- look, that's what I'm saying. I, I mark the date and I keep this in mind. I think that this might be the range of which we're going to. Right. But on a lighter note. Yo, this fucking Damian Lillard shot, bro. I keep seeing notifications. Bro. It was beast. Damian Lillard is a fucking, he's a, he has arrived. He, like when he hit, game time. This is this is celebration right here. Dang. Hey, um, that has been episode 35 of the Good Riddance Podcast. Dame is a motherfucking monster. He probably hit that shit like when when he when he shot it, he probably felt like facts. This has gotta go in. You know what? Right before we right facts before we end this. Facts <laughs> We gotta name the episode right now. Facts Kellerman. You like Facts Kellerman? That's fine with me. I don't. Really, I don't usually even really, really care. Because you you made a quote earlier today. What's that? You, it was a quote that you wanted the slogan on a hat and on a shirt. Make LA LA again. <laughs> Make love. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you know what? Make Los Angeles Los Angeles again. Hey, and that has been another episode, man. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, man. We we, we want to hear from y'all. Let us know what's going on. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, let us know any positive and negative feedback that you may have. Um, we definitely appreciate y'all, man. We definitely trying to take it to the next level. And that's my man, Steven Spicer, once said. It's a slow burn. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Over and out.